choose me or lose me. I'm not a backup plan and definitely not a second choice. Welcome to the Empath and the Narcissist podcast, where you regain your sparkle back after narcissistic abuse. I am your host, Raven Scott, your go-to narcissist abuse recovery coach. This is episode 116, self-care tips for empaths during Scorpio season. Self-care is vital when investing in your self-development and recovery from narcissistic abuse. And this is why I do these monthly self-care tips for each zodiac season. If you wish to receive these directly to your inbox, subscribe to the newsletter and you will receive them in your inbox before this episode hits the podcast. Just a reminder, this episode is for educational purposes only, and it is not a substitute for professional therapy. If you're enjoying this podcast, hit subscribe and rate and review this podcast. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I numbed myself to stop the pain and I reached out to friends for help, but it wasn't until I gained courage to leave and seek therapy that my dark abyss of hopelessness finally started to let in the light I was so longing for. If you think you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, today's sponsor, BetterHelp, is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. It allows you to talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. With a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network, it will give you access to help that you need that may not be available in your area. Finding a therapist is easy. You just fill out the questionnaire to help assess your specific needs and then you get matched with the therapist in under 48 hours. Everything you share is completely confidential. In therapy, I learned that I wasn't the selfish, lesser person my ex convinced me I was. In my therapy, I was able to get affirmation that I was truly being emotionally and sexually abused. That alone allowed me to release my trauma and grow into the strong coach and mentor that I am today. But I didn't just gain that alone in therapy. I gained my sense of self-autonomy back, my power back, and my confidence back. Join the 3 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com forward slash empath. That's better. H-E-L-P dot com forward slash E-M-P-A-T-H in the link in the show notes. Scorpio season is October 24th through November 22nd, the end of the seasonal year in the Celtic traditions ushering in Samhain, or some people in the modern times call it Halloween. That's the more common name. Scorpio season brings healing, rest, and transformation as we try to drop grudges, change our patterns, and end abuse, and transform into a strong spiritual soul the narcissist has been pushing down for so long. If you have the sun, moon, or your ascendant, or any planets in Scorpio, then look in your chart to see what house Scorpio resides in, and this energy will influence this aspect of your life. If you have no planets, the house theme and the planets opposite in your chart will be affected. Characteristics of Scorpio are brooding, 
complex, determined, forceful, intense, passionate, resilient, and secretive. The symbol is the scorpion, the animal that thrives in the dark and protects itself with venomous sting. In mythology, the scorpion is the guardian of the underworld entrance. It is a symbol of protection and retribution and fate. And as the quote that I shared at the very beginning says, choose me or lose me. I'm not a backup plan and definitely not a second choice. This is a powerful energy to embody, especially when you're trying to have a healthy relationship or break free from a toxic relationship, because that is what the narcissist does, is use you and abuse you. Pluto is the ruler of Scorpio, the unknown of the underworld. In astrology, Pluto represents power, transformation, and the cycles of life. Traditionally, Mars is the ruler embodying desire, courage, and action. This zodiac's element is water, which embraces fluid energy of emotion reflection and is a very nonlinear understanding, and it is sensitive and personal and empathic. They love predictability, and too much change can throw them off balance. During Scorpio season, embrace this mantra, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And as much as that is a song that we all love, it is from originally the 19th century German philosopher Friedrich Nietzsche, I can't even say his last name, Nietzsche, N-I-E-T-Z-S-C-H-E. So number one is take a deep dive into the depths to overcome the challenges that you face. With this investigative energy, you will be able to find the root cause and a solution to your problems. You will find the answers hidden under the rock where no one else would ever look. Self-care is not the Scorpio's favorite thing to do. They'd rather work hard to transform and up-level above their limitations. This intense energy poses a challenge for them to slow down and self-indulge. The tarot card pull for Scorpio season. This is what I pulled from the Wild Unknown Tarot deck by Kim Kranz. It's called the World Card. It is part of the Major Arcana, and it is part of the uh, evolution and cycle of our lives. And this is the end cycle. The world is interconnected in cycles. And in this card, it depicts in circles. Regenerative, like the Scorpio, in dormant womb space of Samhain. The growing seeds and blossoming life and creativity. The light of the divine connects all the light within us. And we are sent out to spread light into the darkness. And by the way, this is all my interpretation of this card that I received from my guides. I did not read from her guidebook. October 24th is Diwali. This card reminds me also of the mandala and the rainbow decorations with tea lights symbolizing the goddess Lakshmi, who defeated the darkness. October 24th also is the day the, the sun enters Scorpio, and October 25th, the next day, is the new moon in Scorpio. So they're all together 
Venus is also alongside them. And all of this is occurring pre-Samhain on October 31st. So what I see is that the stars and the planets are aligned and they're culminating this energy for incredible transformation if you are open to it. The time to gestate is now. The time to cleanse underneath the dark rocks of your psyche, the low vibrations of hate, blame, shame, and grudges out of your life and your heart. This may mean that you need to build back a bridge with the relationship. This may mean you need to let go of karmic relationships. And this may mean that the healthy relationships in your life will be fortified in a, their deeper foundation of love even more. So do this in order to have fertile soil to plant new seeds of abundance and birth the authentic life your soul is here to live. We all have in us light and dark, birth and transformation, the ability to shed our skins like the snake and radiate rainbow magic out with love. The key is to connect to source, ground and radiate through love. It's time to be true to yourself and live with love aligned with your soul. Let go of all that is blocking you from your joy and abundance. It's time to rewrite your own love story. Areas of health to focus on. Scorpio governs the large intestine, urinary tract, pelvic region, and reproductive organs. All of the self-care is referenced from the complete guide to astrological self-care by Stephanie Galing. Number two is to maintain a routine. So because Scorpios and the season is a water sign, there is a flow of emotions that cycle like the tide, which can be quite uncomfortable, I admit. But while the predisposition of Pluto and Scorpio are to dive into the depths of the emotional recesses, if you do not come back to the surface through routine, it can be too overwhelming and you may feel lost. While this time is for going spelunking in the caves of your subconscious, take a flashlight, schedule regular visits with your therapist and friends, and develop physical health routines such as eating healthy, workouts, and substituting alcohol for bubbly seltzer water. So number three is to protect against UTIs. While Scorpio's energy rules the urinary tract, this energy also can drive you to work more and focus less on your bladder. Take regular bathroom breaks, drink loads of water, cut back on the alcohol and caffeine, and empty your bladder before and after having intercourse. Now, I will say that it's hard to cut back on caffeine, right? So... What I would suggest is to get some caffeine-free teas, especially now that the weather is cooling down and all you want to do is just drink something warm and have those decaf teas instead of the coffee in the afternoon. And I'm so excited to share with you that you can learn about steaming your womb with Jaguar Woman in an upcoming episode on October 30th. We talk a lot about like the essence of the energy of the empath and the narcissist and all of that mainly topical on the podcast, but she does do steam. She is a multidimensional healer. And so she is 
also shared with us in that episode about steaming your womb and having the opportunity to steam it with her live on Zoom. Number four is embrace all stages of life. While women are not the only to be affected by the reproductive organs influences, nowadays in the modern times, we have traveled so far from embracing the wise crone archetype of the woman. And my personal healed ancestor is a crone archetype. Uh, she was the wise woman of the tribe. And wrinkles are abort. And menopause falsely means the end of our sex lives. And the red blossom time is to be loathed while we are so forced to push ahead and not rest. Our bodies are designed to go through cycles just as the earth goes through seasons. Take time off and rest when you are experiencing menstrual pain. Stop feeling like you will lose out or miss out if you don't keep up the 24-7 grind. Focus on whole foods, natural remedies, and yoga to help soothe these hormonal roller coaster times. But more importantly, embrace them as natural and your divine goddess and God, energy and power within you to create life. Shed and vacate the womb. Drop another seed and start again. Number five, resist emotional eating. As the season leads up to all things holiday, it can be an anxiety commencing time. With all the feels and water energy flowing, make sure to protect your empath aura through meditation intention setting, and rituals versus eating when you're not hungry. Emotional eating is a real thing with empaths. You are trying to protect your heart through subconscious excess physical body. And what can really be helpful and supportive is if you listen in to my conversation with Jean Sullivan Belecci, the soulmate coach, and her discovery of this at her severely overweight stage in her life in episode 87. You may find that you relate to that, and this episode will really help you. There is nothing wrong with a healthy, manly, or womanly curve, but when it starts to compromise your heart and your health, that is where your spiritual body needs to step in and protect and aid your physical body to make healthier coping mechanism choices. Now, number six is try a detox diet. Harness the all-or-nothing Scorpio energy and go for a detox diet you may never have felt motivated to do until this season. You do not need to go extreme or do a fast, but maybe you need to remove one ingredient from your diet you suspect is toxic to your body. Or you may wish to try the intermittent fast schedule where you eat during only certain hours of the day, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m., and the other hours you fast and you drink water. Sugar is a real problem in most of our diets, and unless it's raw sugar or honey, it's not healthy for your body. And I know this may be the worst time to think about detoxing from sugar because the holidays are approaching and there's all this candy around Halloween, but it may just be the best time for you to go against the flow and resist the toxic ingredient. Think of it as great practice for resisting the toxic person in your life. They can be so intoxicating in the moment, but then afterward you regret it. 
I feel the same way after I eat a whole bunch of cookies as I do after having sex with the dude who just emotionally slammed me for not being perfect. You can gain more support by listening to Jennifer Moore's story on episode 79, Empaths Beware. Your empathy could be codependency. Number seven is practice moderation. The Scorpio's energy tends to be extreme. The Scorpio's energy tend to be extreme. Whatever, whatever you do and commit to, keep a calm balance unless it will lead to, to unless it will lead to affect your nerves, metabolism, and mental outlook. Even the ancients knew this wisdom. Socrates said, everything in moderation, including moderation. Number eight, eat these supportive foods. Dark chocolate, Scorpios love dark things, and this is beneficial when it comes to chocolate as it contains heart-healthy flavonoid antioxidants. Fermented foods, as you grow and change, you will be attuned to your inherent power. Interestingly enough, this too also applies to fermented foods and beverages. Kimchi carries more health benefits than raw cabbage. The bacteria culture in kombucha or yogurt allows you to digest your food easier. And all it takes is a little bit every day for you to enjoy the health benefits. Cranberries. Like Scorpios, these both are known for their sharp bite and powerful healing abilities. There is research showing that these tiny dried fruit contains antioxidants and is a potent weapon against developing infections of the urinary tract. Make sure to drink unsweetened concentrate and mix it with water and make a sauce by simmering fresh berries with orange juice and honey for about 15 minutes until they split open and then you smash them up when they're cooled. Wellness. If you are set, if you set your mind to transformation, you'll do whatever is necessary, including partaking in a host of wellness therapies to achieve it. That's a quote from the books by Stephanie Galing. Number nine is body work. Releasing tight muscles is thought to transform deep-seated patterns of misalignment. Try getting body work such as massage, rolfing, and soma. Number 10 is colonics. Colonics, yes, they do help flush out excess waste with water, which aids in detoxification and better digestion. Don't do these too frequently, by the way. Just do it maybe like once a season. Number 11, flotation tanks. Flotation tanks feature three things Scorpios love. Water, darkness, and time to connect with your feelings. Research suggests that they have beneficial effects for sleep difficulties, anxiety, and muscle tension. If you can't make it to a float tank facility, you can experience it in a modified version at home. Make your bathroom as dark as possible. Turn on pink noise. Place an eye mask on and float in your bath with Epsom salts. Relaxation practices. Number 12, Neo Tantra. Scorpios are drawn to provocative experiences. Neo-Tantra is a modern-day translation of the Buddhist and Hindu disciplines honoring sex as the vehicle for spiritual enlightenment. Read a book, research a workshop, or just enjoy complimenting each other before diving in. 
This can be challenging if you have experienced sexual abuse or emotional abuse around your body image or performance in the bedroom from a narcissist. Trust me, I know. But I also know you can find healing and pleasure again with the right healthy partner and loving yourself. Dive into know how to heal from sexual trauma in episode 94 with Juliet Caraman for more support. 13. Enjoy mysteries. Read a mystery novel or binge watch a suspense thriller. It is a great way to unwind like a Scorpio. Start a book club, review mystery podcasts, or play an escape room or whodunit mystery game. Number 14. Mud treatment. Scorpios don't mind getting their hands dirty, both figuratively and literally. Divulge in a good mineral nourishing mud mask for your whole body or face. Get a jar of bentonite clay as a detox and poultice for bug bites, rashes, and pimples. Number 15, natural remedies. Aloe vera. Scorpio is a sign of timeless endurance and aloe vera was traditionally viewed as a symbol of eternal life. Aloe's regenerative properties provide great benefits when applied topically for, from softening skin to healing cuts and bruises. Aloe vera juice is another beneficial laxative for the Scorpio intestinal support needs or for yours. Put an aloe plant, set it on a sunny spot, and break off a leaf to extract the gel when your skin needs some soothing. Flaxseed. This tiny seed is incredibly rich in fiber and omega-3 oils. This helps the intestine and lower cholesterol. It is praised for its balancing hormone levels and for reducing breast cancer risk in most menopausal women. It can be taken as a supplement or consumed with food. For best absorption, it is important to eat it ground rather than whole. Number 16, essential oils. This is my favorite part of the section every month. Aromatherapy is a deeply alchemical process. Here are a few sign-specific plant oils that are highly beneficial during this season. Ylang Ylang. Sex is an essential part to our self-care and pleasure. When partnered with a healthy, respectful partner, it can draw you closer together. If your libido is feeling too cold due to stress, try diffusing ylang ylang or use it as a perfume. Remember, sex is not obligation or a payment for a good dinner out. It can always wait if you are too tired and a healthy partner respects that. Basil. It is said basil oil integrates the conscious and subconscious mind, promoting psychic visions. It is thought to reduce menstruation-associated pain. Inhale the aroma when you wish to relax and feel centered. Apply a few drops to lotion. That may help keep the mosquitoes away. So while you're experiencing the menstruation pain, put a few drops in the lotion and rub in a clockwise rotation on your lower abdomen. And it also acts as an insect repellent and helichrysum. This is a beautiful oil and it is prized for its regeneration. It is considered to be one of the best oils to use for healing scars and wounds. 
It is also very helpful for healing emotional scars and wounds when the scent is inhaled. It helps unblock deep subconscious emotions and grows deep self-compassion. I think we all need this empaths, especially recovering from the narcissist. Use this oil in a room diffuser or a few drops in massage oil for relief of aches and pains. And a side note, when you're going to purchase your essential oils, make sure you get them that are organic, um, that are not watered down with different fragrances. Make sure that they are 100% oil. And you can just get them at your local health food store or through like a subscription box or companies sell them online. But certainly do not be fooled into the MLM platforms that you have to spend all this money to get, like, let's say you're just searching for helichrysum. They will just, it's a scheme. It's just another narcissistic scheme to get you hooked in and abused. And you really don't make any money selling even the best and brightest and biggest. A quick story. My husband just had a training session. He works at a very big company, like huge company for home improvement, if that hints at it. And she actually came and did like a speech because she also is a salesperson now. And she said that she was involved for 20 years in an MLM. She loved it. She loved the people, the product and everything, but she lost her house. She lost everything. She had a huge team under her. Like she was one of the top, top because she didn't make any money. She was just bringing them money. And in the end, she lost her house and she was really, really successful in the company. And yeah, she had to learn the hard way after losing her house to restart back up again. But she's applied all of her individual sales skills to now working in sales for this big company. So just food for thought. I know I've been sucked into many MLMs and they're just all scams. Build an altar. Building an altar is a very earthy and tactile way to remind you to flow with the energy of the universe. It is very witchy, yes, but don't worry, you are not going to hell. An altar brings your focus to investing in your self-worth, your mother archetype, and healing exercises that you must do in order to strengthen your emotional intelligence. Spiritual is a combination of spirit and ritual. And ritual is another fancy word for disciplined habit. And ironically, when I search through on the blog to post a picture of an altar, I don't get like what I create as an altar. I get hundreds of pictures of altars that these giant Catholic churches have created in their church. So even in big religious institutions, altars are created and they don't just exclusively belong in that giant church. So you can have your own beautiful altar in your home. So first clean your space where it feels right for you to build your altar, either on a fireplace hearth or a table or a console. And you want to clean it with not a household cleaning item. It needs to be like a branch, something earthy, something natural that you use every time a different one. At least I do. You can buy a specific one just for cleaning your altar, like maybe like a natural broom, not the plastic broom. 
And then so you're always going to clean that away, clean all the dust away, remove your, your cloth. And then you're going to sage clean. You're going to energy clean the space as well to burn some sage in the circle. And then before you lay down all of your items, you lay your fabric down and you draw with your finger the circle of your altar. So you're, you're creating your border with your finger. And then you place all the items that I'll list below in the, wherever you want creatively in your circle. You usually always place your candle front and center and then everything else kind of goes around it on top of the cloth. So I've placed a image I'll share with you here. You can access in the link in the show notes. Okay. So we're planting intentions and love for the new moon altar. And this new moon is on the 25th, which is Tuesday, right after the day of Diwali in Scorpio. This is a beautiful, beautiful new moon because there's been a Kazemi with Venus and the sun in Libra leading up to it. We've got Samhain, we've got Diwali, we've got all of these amazing light energies, this new moon in Scorpio. So for your altar, you can place down a cloth that's white. This symbolizes the moon, the new moon or silver or any other of your favorite color for Scorpio. Maybe you want to do black or red. Think about the dark, right? The underworld, dark gray. And then flowers that you would want to put on there are like anything that are water flowers that symbolize the moon. Mums, jasmines. I really love the red this time as well. Like whatever calls to you in your intuition. Marigolds for Diwali. Jasmines for the moon. Mums. Those are all for like Dia de las Muertes, which has also just occurred. So it's all like culminating. It's just such a magical time. I love it. So then also for your stones or crystals, before you lay them down in your arrangement, you want to clean your crystals by running them under water or underneath the, the sage smoke. And so I always place my white quartz crystals that are elongated in a triangle pattern. So one points outwardly down straight from the candle one goes to the east, one goes to the west on the either side of the candle. And then in between that, I place the colored, different colored crystals rotating like in between the clear crystals. And I have these very pointed clear crystals. I forget what they're called, but they kind of just pointing the energy out away, looking like it's the array of the light coming out from the candle. And so different crystals you can use that symbolize the moon, which of course is the white quartz. But also for this season, citrine is for abundance. Smoky quartz is for Scorpio. Amethyst as well as Scorpio because amethyst is like connecting to your divine source through your head, crown chakra. And then yellow topaz you can use as well. All symbolizes for Scorpio. And so then the herbs you can then place. I always have my white sage bundle there behind the candle basil again that's the herb you can place here and lavender those are the things that i place as you can see in the picture around and then other additional things that you can place are incense which i burn on the day of so you, that can be like a flavor of frankincense or myrrh and then if you want to place food the day of out on a platter you can do dark chocolate cranberries Favorites for your ancestors to imbibe in. Oranges is a symbol food for abundance. 
And you can also place on your altar any type of symbols for Scorpio. So photos of your departed loved ones, because Pluto rules the underworld and the those who have passed over. Serpent, right? The transformation, the eagle or the phoenix. Orion, who is the god, the son of Neptune, who symbolizes Pluto. Scorpions and skulls. So have fun with it. Get creative. Enjoy it. And just pour in your beautiful intuition and your, your love into your altar. And the last section is the yoga poses. Here's garland or mala, malasana. So this is a beautiful pose. It's an intensely deep squat that is sure to release any tightness in your pelvis, bringing you energy in your genital region, which Scorpio rules. Then we have wide angle seated forward bend. This trust fall like stretch allows you to see how you respond to when you meet your limits, which is very scorpion like fostering an ability to accept your boundaries with emotional honesty. Now, obviously this picture is an intensely deep advanced expression of the pose. You can just be forward with your hands on the ground in front of you or your elbows on the ground in front of you. You know, you don't have to go that deep at all. Yoga is beautiful because it's your own unique pose and what your body can do. Now, the last one is dead bug or happy baby. Most people call this happy baby, but in scorpion-like fashion, it is dead bug this season. It takes a special energy such as Scorpio to appreciate the darker things in life, such as this dead bug pose. It is gentle, restorative, and it allows you to bring relaxation to your groin and legs. In conclusion, be mindful of the information given to you. Even all of this, check it out. Make sure it's legit. Um, I did my research, but definitely always, always be careful if you feel vulnerable because the wolf will arrive in sheep's clothing, charming and charismatic, having all the answers for you as if they are your savior. Life is not that easy and you will never arrive while looking outside of yourself. Only within the inside, true love and acceptance and intuition and wisdom, will you be able to see your path truly. So guard your hearts and your minds. And remember, always keep your unique light shining. Happy Scorpio season, everyone. Share your thoughts in the comments. Which type was new that you excited you to try this Scorpio season? Follow and rate and review this podcast if you love it. Subscribe if this is great. Subscribe to the email to receive this directly into your inbox every season. And I am so look forward to hearing all your feedback. You can take a screenshot of this, post it on your Instagram social stories and tag me. Or you can go to Good Pods and rate it and write a comment if you love it so much. I'll see you next episode. Of October Domestic Violence Awareness Month. If you or anyone that you know is in danger in domestic violence, please call the 1 800 hotline. National Domestic Violence Hotline is 800 799 7233. 1 800 799 7233. 
Thank you for tuning in today. You are a blessing. If this has impacted you, please share it with a friend, spread the word so we can impact and end domestic violence, narcissist abuse, and the suffering now. Don't forget to DM me on Instagram at Raven Scott Show. Free gift to get your free how to drop powerful boundaries workshop. I'm here to support you. And with over 10 years of healing experience, I empower you to rise up and stop the cycle of abuse. Get your free unique souls blueprint map, your human design chart at ravenscott.show forward slash shop. See you next episode. Madvi is helping people release emotional baggage, breaking negative patterns, and finding the root causes with the emotion and body code. Visit www.madvi.ca. That's M-A-D-H-V-I dot C-A. I can personally attest that this is an amazing way to heal trauma out that you can't do with meditation and thought therapy and talk therapy and all the things. So... Reach out to her and get a free 30-minute consultation to see if this is something that can help you.